Welcome to Word on the Cloud. My name is Aiko. I'm your host, as always. Welcome to the podcast. I hope you've been having a good week. Let me know how you're doing. I do want to apologize ahead of time. I feel like my throat's really dry and no amount of water is helping, so my voice is kind of in and out here, but we'll work through it. Um, So my week started out nice. My boyfriend's parents took us out for my belated birthday dinner. It was a good time. They're really sweet people. We got some sushi. And then Monday, I woke up just feeling excited to make this week something productive and good. So that consisted of writing, a bit of Dragon Ball Z, and some time with a few really amazing friends. So all in all, good week. Also this week, Word on the Cloud came to Patreon. So it's patreon.com forward slash word on the cloud if you would like to support the podcast i always link everything with the videos i post and of course the word on the cloud link tree is permanently pinned within the podcast instagram as well as my own so any support is always appreciated i'm grateful for the ability to keep creating so getting into this week's podcast we've all heard the phrase it's not you it's me right We've possibly used it in one or more situations, and maybe it was true. You were the problem. (laughs) I'm teasing. But it just wasn't the right fit for you. You know, maybe you're trying to save feelings, and the other person contributed to the breakup or whatever it was, however they may have done that. Or, hear me out, maybe it's both of you. And that sounds a little rough. Because with saying that, it means that both parties are doing something that isn't beneficial to the relationship. And how many of us want to hear that we're doing something potentially harmful? But personally, myself being in a relationship for four years and having known each other for almost seven now, I can see that some habits are easy to fall into when you're in a relationship, and we fall into complacency. And what's complacency in our relationships? It's no growth, no change. We should want our relationships to encourage us to bring out the best in ourselves, in each other, and everything. If we get stuck in a routine, either we live out that for however long, or it brings the end because we get bored, to put it simply. And then that makes us do whatever to get away from that. I wanted to provide a few tips on how to get closer to a stronger relationship. Of course, you're welcome to use all of the tips I provide, some of them, none of them even. You know, I'm just a woman with a microphone and internet access. But if you do, I hope things improve and you feel more secure in yourself and your relationship, and it all ends on a high note. So my first piece of advice, as I use in most situations, and I've mentioned in previous podcasts, is being honest with yourself. Where do you see things could improve? I'll use myself as the example. I used to get jealous, a bit. You know, there was no reason for me to be. My boyfriend treats me like there's no one else that would be where I am. But I let my insecurities and ability to overthink get to me. However, I would deny anything supporting the idea that I was jealous and it would come out and make things difficult. And this can be difficult in general, extending outside of relationships, because you're dealing with something that's only in your mind. With denying our true feelings and thoughts and just saying, in this example, no, I'm not jealous, I'm good, it didn't allow for me to get over it in a healthy amount of time and in a healthy way. It's normal to get jealous, or any other emotion for that matter, but it's about how we handle it. It's important to address these thoughts and feelings in a productive way. So, me recognizing the jealousy, instead of beating myself up and feeling bad that I got jealous, I could instead look at what the cause may have been. 
You know, maybe I was just feeling self-conscious about myself, whether that was my appearance or my abilities. And I was able to address those things. I'm not saying that it's going to be an overnight thing. It's going to take time and work. And over time, you'll find that you're less in your head because you move with honest intentions naturally and things will adjust accordingly. With being honest with yourself, having strong communication with your partner is important as well as trust. So this is my second piece of advice because communication and trust are very strong tools in a relationship that can definitely make or break it. So although my issue was very much self-inflicted, it was easier to get through when I was able to express it to my partner and we could understand where it may have been coming from and look at ways to handle it healthily while also having trust for my partner that that wasn't something I should be concerned with. With strong trust and communication, these situations came up less and less because I was now basing my thoughts and the way I did things more in a place of reality rather than assumptions. Next piece of advice with that is knowing that compromise is not a demise. So demise is a person's death. Of course, I don't think you're actually dying, but I've noticed mainly online this sort of energy I'm not sure what you would call it, but it seems like there's this need to not change how we are in certain aspects and make it a deal breaker for our relationships. When I say compromise is not a demise, I mean that we're creating an environment where both parties are comfortable. We've talked about whatever, and we're now in a place where that can exist and we're both content with it. It's not about changing who you are for the sake of changing you. I feel like people think if they compromise, and it means they were defeated in a way, or that their way of thinking isn't good enough. And it's not that. It's about having consideration for another who may have a different perspective and finding a way to basically coexist. I still see these posts from time to time, but they'll always start off with, would you still date someone if... Dot, 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 followed by something frivolous. There was a period of time where I would see these posts and it would say, would you still date someone if they didn't let you have an OnlyFans? Now, this is a very niche thing, I think, that only works for a certain type of person. Live and let live. But it became this thing where even people who didn't take part in that type of lifestyle, that it became a concern for their relationship, or a hypothetical one, because the comments went on and on. And it really seemed to get some people going. And that could lead to a death of a relationship, or cut off one before it even happens. There's no room for growth or flexibility. Of course, my examples may be a little out there, but these are things that exist. They are being said, and they can affect someone's way of viewing things. Which brings me to my next tip. Don't let other people's opinions of what your relationship should look like become your own unless you truly believe in it. And you'll know when you hear it. If you scrunch your face up when you hear an opinion, that lets you know it's most likely a no, you know? I remember a few years back when I was looking for a place to live, an opinion of many was that I should live with my boyfriend, that my partner should want to live with me. And my parents had this opinion. However, my parents were married young, had a family young. It made sense for them to live together. And truth be told, my boyfriend and I had lived together at that point, but it was a little rushed. And seeing someone a few days a week to sharing living space is much, much different. But these opinions did have an effect. And it was negative because it made me feel like I wasn't doing something right, if that's how it should be. I ended up living with two very wonderful people that I still call my best friends to this day. And I learned a lot about myself and my relationship over that time. But it took working through things and not rushing them to get where I am now. Now I live with my boyfriend, and I feel like I'm home. 
So know that what works for some may not work for all. It's important to figure out what works for both of you to bring out the best in your relationship. The last bit of advice I'll leave you with is just to have love in your heart. Understand that the other person, like you, is very much trying to live their life and figure things out. Not everything is going to be fairy tale material. There's going to be challenges that need to be worked through. But if you remain open, build yourself and each other up, there's no telling where you could go. So, maybe it is both of you. But that's a good place to start. Do with this information what you will. I do want to thank you for sharing your time and energy with me. And I'll talk to you again soon. Later.